0: Well, good evening from the sunny but somewhat blustery uh townsend montana home to 2200 and well i don't know how many are after the 200 but then there's kathy and me so there's two more um after that uh loving our little town it's a great little place um people are really kind and nice and it's it's, it's a great place to live and i was talking to some folks because i do a lot of work obviously there in oregon and they were. Uh, saying oh we wish we were there (laughs) i said well i'm sorry you can't be there we've got a great show for you tonight sponsored by chris dental family dentistry uh, new leaf hyperbarics and wellness center Um, we've also got albert taylor um, elements health club Uh, we're going to visit in just a second we're going to go down to coos bay charleston to visit with uh, bait and tackle rob uh, and talk with him what's going on there i got an interview with a." um a uh, economist. Uh, he's a financial planner and he's talking about the recession and, and what's coming up and what's going on. So tonight's just a little two-minute clip to get you warmed up for Monday. We have a whole show just dedicated to that topic. Um, we're also gonna have a great interview a little bit later in the show uh, with this sweetest couple um, Peggy and John. They've been married 37 years. Both of them live with um, disabilities. Uh, They found each other at Albert Taylor. Albert Taylor is one of our sponsors. And they're just, it's like the sweetest interview. And I think it'll just be a really nice break from all the bullshit you get on here. And then Kim Stark is going to be joining us via recorded tape. She's in Vegas with her kids. Um, Probably the first time she's ever been sober in Vegas. Uh, (laughs) But she's showing all the kind of cool things. They went to a magic show today. And she called up the PR people before the show, and they let her do an interview with the magician. And she said it was the funniest thing. Her dad laughed more than her kids did. So she's going to be interviewing him. So we got all that going. Let's get the open and get to Rob, because he's a, uh, it's blustery in Coos Bay. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand.
1: Bring the lion out, bring the, bring
0: the lion um, tonight on our show we're gonna have Hey guys, don't you think it's kinda of fun that you get to comment on the news? Yeah, there's a cost. Oh yeah there's a cost. People come after you. Like I think that's why this is so much fun is because we'll see it fly. Well, Roberto, how
2: do you know?
3: How the heck are you? I am good. It's it's funny. You talked about being blustery in Montana. I think we should we should do like daily updates and see who's windier. Right now, we're I want to do another another live bit from the bay or a lake or something. But we're about seventeen to twenty mile an hour wind sustained with gusts up to thirty four to forty. Uh, it's all over the place. I went out that the other day just for funsies, and it, it was right. fun to a degree. But, but I got beat up pretty good. So right now, my boat is
0: in the carport, and I'm sitting in here in the carport. This is as, as close Dude, as we as we so get. When, when you do that, do you have any neighbors that kind of look over and go? They, they probably like, are used to it. But, like, um, is Rob sitting out in his boat talking to himself again?
3: It, they. That's, that's
0: one of the, I don't know, uh, uh,
3: good things about modern technology, bad things, you know, because a guy's always got this thing going on. He's always got – so, you can't tell who's crazy or who's not. I like um, that. One. I like that. And, and, it, it works in my favor uh, a yeah, lot. And,
0: and, Rob, here's what I think. I have to tell my wife, I'm, I'm losing my hearing. I mean, you know, I can just tell I'm getting, you know, older and I'm right. losing my hearing. So, I said, instead of getting those little fake ones, because then you you then you look and go, oh, yeah, he's deaf, you know, just give me an apple, you know, The the big white things just coming out of my ears Uh because then I look kind of hip and I'm I'm doing my thing and people are going, oh, Rick's listening to his music. And I'm going, hey, yeah, I can hear you. How are you doing? But make that your hearing aid. Get
3: the headphones. Do the whole. God, that's hip now. I remember we used to beat up kids. I mean, we'd have kids that were the big headphones when we were younger and they were. And now that's trending. Yeah,
0: so, it's, I, it's cool. so what's going on in Coos Bay, Charleston this weekend
3: that people... Something I want to share. Well, not a lot because the, the, the wind and the waves. It's kind of just put a damper on everything. Everybody, you know, the first few days of the wind, people were still coming out and doing stuff. And after about day five, everyone's saying, done, just done with it. I don't want to go outside. I don't want... The streets are bare. It's just, it's enough. It's supposed to subside Sunday, Monday. So hopefully, but speaking of wind... And waves and being in a boat even though i'm just a carport um i've got some names here i want to talk about we had an incident not we but in bandon uh this past week where a recreational vessel was out they were crabbing and fishing and doing some stuff in the bay they got hit by a sneaker wave it was a 12 foot wave they estimate and ass over tea kettle they were upside down and kind of more or less trapped in the boat from what i heard it sounds like not a lot of folks are wearing life vests and that's hugely I, I am one of the biggest proponents of of wearing a life vest I mean sometimes that's weird around town and people leave me alone that way but you never know when a tsunami's coming it's <laughs> if you're on the water you know the whole thing is and I got a buddy that he's terrible for it he's terrible for it and we constantly fight over it all the time and his his whole mentality is uh yeah I've got it over here I thought, right because because can I say a bad word uh-huh, you can't Okay, because when shit happens and your head bashes on a rock and your brains are leaking out, your boat's upside down, you're gonna have the wherewithal to put your life vest on. Freaking put it on first. That's my that's my whole thing. I wear mine all the time. If if I'm in like five feet of water, we're in a little river, maybe I won't. But anything else, and it's not this one. I've got a, a better one that fits better. The kids have them on before they even go near the dock. They've got them on. My better half has them on. It it is hugely huge bigly. It's bigly important to wear your PFD. Bigly. So- Bigly. Isn't that what isn't that hey, President Trump said? Well, I think President Trump said that. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying so to bring so back know, Bigly.
0: Just so you know, any place but the South, I don't think that's a word. No, it's not. You know, that's a D.C. word. We don't use that. that I mean, we, we
3: have some we have some euphemisms and things, but, but Bigly, Bigly was one that President Trump brought, and I'm just trying to bring back Bigly. I, I don't want Bigly and nuclear. President Bush gave us nuclear. President Trump gave yeah. us Bigly, and I'm not letting those go. But I, I, the name, so the, the fellow that, that went in the water is a local fellow. Uh, his name is Shane Brown from North Bend that went in the water. Uh, he and three other guys. And then a guy named Ramey Shan out of Roseburg took off to the scene in his boat and with other people helped rescue the people. So so this Ramey guy is like a hero as well as it sounds like a charter boat, a charter vessel got involved as well. People are great. If something bad happens on the water. All but the most dastardly, bastardly cowards will actually run to the danger center and help people out. And that's what happened here. And these men are alive right now today because of good Samaritans like Ramey and others.
0: Well, you know, and with, on the life investment, I think what a lot of people don't understand, especially when they come from other states besides Oregon, um, like California or somewhere where there's water. When you fall in the it's ocean, what, other, I thought California was another country. Is that just another state? Are they attached to us somehow? <laughs> it's really not part of America. But when you and down there, you can't afford a life vest because you're paying nine dollars a gallon for gas. But, um, but 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 you know, when you jump, when you fall in the water in Oregon, you don't have long to, to you start your body starts shutting down fast because that water yeah. is damn cold.
3: Quick story about that: When I first moved here. I, I had my, my three mil, five mil wetsuit for Gulf Coast stuff. Good for everything, you know, 70 degrees. If that water got down to 75 degrees, I'd still be somewhat comfortable. Well, I, I moved here and people, it's July and people are saying stuff like the hot water's here. So to me, hot water is 90 degrees. You go bass fishing in 90 degree water. The hot water's here. Cool. So I go swimming in Sunset Bay. I put on my three mil, five mil wetsuit. It's more like three mil, three mil wetsuit, but a couple spots are five mil. I don't put on my hood. I don't put on my gloves. I just, it's the hot waters here. So I'm going to go do some, some just like free dive sort of stuff and look around, see whoo, hit that water. Man, that's cold. That's (laughs) weird. It must be, must be an artesian well. It must be just like a natural flow coming in. It'll get warmer the deeper and further I go. Nay, nay, my friend. That is in fact the opposite. So I'm out there and I'm starting to like do the, (laughs) cause it's that cold. It's literally taking my breath away. So I kind of I fight back to shore. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And it turns out to locals, hot water means like 59 degrees.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and and you discover really quickly when you get in water that how how small a man can be. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I yeah, I don't want to. She lies. She's a liar. <laughs> hey Ron. Yeah,
3: it's, uh, this water will take your breath away and and keep it hold it never give it back to you
0: hey my man thank you for joining us uh, if, you guys, my if, you're, pleasure. if you're going out fishing charleston is the best place to go out when the wind isn't going on the and, wind uh, two more
3: days two more days of wind or how many more years
0: in this presidential cycle oh all right <laughs> that's, that's a different topic but you know what you can go there if you want to too it's my show
3: <laughs> thank you my friend Hey, I'll see you later. See you, Rob. Always a pleasure. Take care, everybody. God bless America.
0: All right, that's Rob, Bait and Tackle. If you're down in Charleston, stop by and see him. Also has a radio show down there. Uh, Very interesting guy. Um, Hey, let's check in with another interesting guy. Matt McCarl is one of our sponsors, and he's with New Leaf Hyperbaric and Wellness Center. And Matt has some awesome testimonials
4: of people that he's helped through hyperbaric treatment. Carl with New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness. And today we're sharing another testimonial from one of our clients. This gentleman was actually going out to meet his male lady, tripped, fell, and landed on the sidewalk, mainly on his face. As you can see, he has two big black eyes, six stitches, everything that goes along with doing that on the sidewalk. So that was on Tuesday. He came in the very next day, did a treatment, and then we followed that up with six more treatments, pretty much back to back. So the very next day was Thursday after his first treatment. That's what he looked like before going in for his second treatment and then a week later before his seventh he was pretty much fully healed up a lot of folks noticed that he didn't get those crazy raccoon eyes like a lot of other people get when they have a damage to their face like that plus his stitches came out really quickly like in less than a week if you would like to know more information please feel free to give us a call at 541-636-3278 you can also look us up online at Eugene.com, facebook instagram and LinkedIn. Have a great day, everyone.
0: And if you haven't tried light therapy, he does that too. I love it. It's like the best thing for after a workout. If you're just having, you know, sleeping issues, that kind of stuff. It's really, really good. Um, Let's check in also. um, Kim Stark is in Las Vegas with her children. Her dad lives down there and she's hanging out and finding some really cool things. She went to a, a magician show just about an hour ago, but beforehand she interviewed the magician and has this story for us.
5: Hey, Rick. Okay, so as you know, we're in Vegas. I brought the kids here on Tuesday to visit the dad, the folks. And um, I have never been to Vegas as a mom before. Well, with the kids. Um, so I didn't know how many family-friendly activities there were, and we have been finding them. It's super fun. So on Tuesday, we went to the nice, super fun show with all the like lights and the magic and everything. It's called Mystere, and they loved that. And then yesterday, we went to see the dolphins. They actually got to touch the dolphins and get up close with those. So we spent a couple hours watching the dolphins play, which was super fun. And then today, I'm so excited. The kids are super into magic. And so we found a fun show that we're super excited about, but I have a surprise for you because we actually have the magician himself joining me. So he met us before the show. And thank you, Matt, for coming. This is Matt King, everybody. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) I'm so excited. The kids are like super into magic right now. They're eight. So I need you to tell me, I don't know, what can we expect, I guess?
6: Uh, It's going to be pretty filthy.
5: Okay perfect for the
6: kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's a, you know, it's not a kid's show, but it's designed for families, mm-hmm. and so hopefully the 8 year I mean, eight is like the perfect to me. Yeah. Uh, 8 I'm really proud of that, actually, that eight eight-year-olds, 88-year-olds, and even more difficult 18 year olds okay Yes. You know that's yep. that's the hardest one mm-hmm. and i feel like it's appealing for all those people and so it's a sleight of hand magic show it's not like a big production like mystare that yes. you saw yep. i'm really the only person on stage yeah uh and uh it's uh it's not like big box tricks it's me doing you know all the magic is accomplished by me it's not, all by not a box or a prop you're a one-man <laughs> show much a one-man show. There's a, there are a couple of animals.
5: Oh, the best part! I'm so excited about the animals. Okay, tell me how long you've been doing this for.
6: Uh, I've been here at Excalibur only a year, but okay. I've been uh, had my own show in Las Vegas uh, for 24 years. Wow.
5: Yeah. Wow. That is a long run. That's a show. long,
6: long, 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 long.
5: tell me what do you think it is i mean you're by yourself how do you keep going and and, and entertain the people just as a one-man band that's going to be tricky um
6: it's well there's a lot of audience participation and so every day literally every show is different i mean there's a lot of people on stage with me and people are as you know unpredictable Mm -hmm. and uh so and i leave a lot of room for that to happen yeah so you'll see i mean it's it's weird doing this interview if you haven't seen the show yeah uh, you'd have more questions maybe but <laughs> tomorrow
5: we'll be talking more about it after I, the hope show. So. Yeah. I hope so mm-hmm. I hope yeah. so I hope
6: in a positive light
5: yes tomorrow. okay you might get some <laughs> questions like do you ever come to Oregon or Montana we have you view- viewers from all over um do you travel at all
6: I travel some but yeah. it, it, I'm here like 48 weeks a year okay so five days Vegas a week. yeah yeah okay. So it's mostly here. I do a few like small performing arts centers around the country. Okay. But I, I haven't actually in three years. Okay. Right? So it's been
5: here. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I mean, we're...
6: I've been. I haven't worked. I I was off work for like eighteen months, like a lot
5: of people. Oh right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You're on the comeback. I love this. I love this costume too. Oh
6: well, there's more to it, but you know, you get the you just you don't get the whole thing.
5: <laughs> I'm excited. I do you want to show us? You, you're not going to show us a trick, are you? Yep. We have to come to the show.
6: You got to come to the okay. show.
5: Okay. We're excited. All right. So we're going to, I'm going to leave you hanging on um, tomorrow. I'm going to show you some clips and we'll sh- show you some fun stuff of what he does. Okay.
0: <laughs> Isn't she great? So Kim goes on vacation and she still does her job. I love that about her. She's awesome. Um, I, uh, let's, let's sit down. I sat down the other day with Dr. Michael Bratland and uh, he had so many great things to say. We had a really cool conversation. He's also one of our sponsors. And so I, I want you to listen to this.
1: It's never good to have too far to the right and too far to the left. I think it's always gonna, it, it, and, and, and that's why, like, uh, you know, the Betsy Johnson, you know, I, w- I paid for one of her boards to be up. Uh, I don't believe in everything she her her everything that she has voted on. But I, I think she's a good hearted person and she yeah. believes she believes that she's believes uh, that she can work with Republicans and Democrats. And I think that's what we need more of people that are willing to work, actually, to be in, be in power. And, and not just go extreme to the right, or extreme to the left, but somebody that's willing to kind of work with everybody. And she is, that's why yeah. I like her.
0: Well, she, and she, I think she loves Oregon and she yeah, wants she to, she doesn't want to be governor. She wants to lead the state and that's a big difference. There's a lot of people who want to be governor. Um,
1: yeah brown and, and, and i'm, I'm going to say this too rick sorry is you know i don't know a lot about the republican republican candidate and and i probably you know I'll, I'll know more later on but right now i really do like betsy Johnson. She, she's just a good-hearted person yeah, that is sincere yeah. and, and and wants to see less crime wants to see less uh uh homeless she wants to take care of the homeless problem and uh, and she she believes in gun rights and so you know, i think she's a good person really. I think-
0: and so is Dr. Bratland. So sat down this afternoon with a guy named Andreas Johnson. Uh, he's a financial planner, and I just wanted to know where is this all coming from? This uh, talk of recession. How did this? How did we get here? And on Monday uh, we're going to have the entire interview um, on the show. I'm going to give you a clip right now, just kind of a little teaser of what's um, what's coming up. But for those of you who are regulars and you're on here right now. Um, you can just go to rickdancer.com. I've already posted it on there. It's, li- it's live. that You can look at it. You can go watch. It's about 35 minutes, but it's really a different perspective. And um, it was super interesting. And here's a little bit of what he had to say to
2: me. In an official recession by the, by the government, we have to have two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. So we've had one. A lot of that was inflation-related items that caused us to go negative. So we're just wrapping up, we're about a week away from the first, from the second quarter being wrapped up, which means someone sometime in July, August, our preliminary GDP data comes out, which will tell us whether we're in a recession or not. Now, for, for people in the equity markets, it, it, all that does is basically set a moment in time for you for looking at the averages. If we are in a recession, it's gonna be all over the media everyone's going to be talking about it people are going to start liquidating their their assets because they're getting nervous and and you know i'll first off say you shouldn't do that um uh you know the history will tell you that's not a, a good thing to do but it's going to cause a lot of stir and the media is going to feed into that right recession here recession there so it's going to spook a lot of people but if we are in a recession you're hit you're in the history of the market your typical recession lasts about 18 months and And if we are in a recession, we're already seven months into it. So statistically, we could be out of this in a year, give or take. Right. Um, And, uh, you know, you had uh, 2008, which was about, I think, 19, 20 months. uh, And you had the uh, um, uh, tech bubble, which was, uh, you know, right around that time. So 18 months. The good news with the stock market is the stock market started going down in January because it anticipated a potential recession because of what was going on with the economy, the Fed raising interest rates, all of those. So it's already gone down in anticipation of, that's what's going on in the market right now. So it will move up in anticipation of the market recovering. So it will usually move up a quarter or two ahead of time. So if we are in a recession right now, it's plausible to say that the market will start its ascent sometime next year. Could be 2024, but sometime next year.
7: Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 a.m. and 93.7 FM KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, co-host of the Wake Up Call on KPNW, 6 a.m. to 9, Monday through Fridays, streaming at KPNW.com. And the hat implies I'm having a bad hair day, but on the upside? Yeah, right there. All right, here's a look at a few of the stories that we're following. Well, Oregon's Attorney General, Alan Rosenblum, issued an announcement supporting a national red flag law stating today, as Oregon's Attorney General, I'm committed to keeping guns out of the hands of people who shouldn't have them to keep our community safe. We need to make better use of our red flag law get rid of untraceable so-called ghost guns, and close loopholes in our existing gun laws. Now, this comes as the U.S. Senate just voted to advance a national red flag law the 80-page bill was released late Tuesday night. It includes expanded background checks for gun buyers under 21, provides grants for states that implement their own red flag laws, and also offers additional funding for both school safety measures and mental health services. It creates penalties for straw purchases of firearms, requires more gun sellers to register as federally licensed firearms dealers, and closes the so-called boy friend loophole by prohibiting gun access for people convicted of domestic abuse against an intimate partner. Now, the question is, will all Republicans go along with it? Well, not in the House. House GOP leaders said today they're going to formally whip against the bipartisan legislative package, and requested that their members vote no if it passes the Senate. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Minority Whip Steve Scalise conveyed their opposition to the measure negotiated in the Senate during a closed-door meeting with her GOP colleagues on Capitol Hill. That said, there's about 10 to 15 House Republicans that will defect and vote in favor of the bill, and even if all Republicans voted against it, it would still pass As long as a majority of Republicans voted for it. So, prospective home buyers are rapidly being pushed out of the housing markets, largely by mortgage interest rates that have doubled in the past six months. Numbers crunched by the Oregon Office of an Economic analysis showed that a surging mortgage rate and rapidly increasing home values have made homes essentially unaffordable for a growing chunk of the population. Josh Lerner, a state economist, estimated that about 168,000 Portland Metro households have been priced out of the market just since December. And in other cities like Salem, Eugene, Bend and Medford, another 69,000 households have been pushed out of the market in the same period. Since the end of 2021, 30 year mortgage rates have climbed from 3% to now over 6%. Combined with price increases, Lerner wrote, the cost of mortgage payments has increased 40 to 50% in just the past few months. As a result, less than one in five people in Portland can now afford to buy a home. In Eugene, Medford, and Salem, it's a comparable number. In Bend, it's even worse. One in ten individuals or couples can actually afford to buy a home. Well, are you wondering what the worst-run city in the U.S. is? at least in terms of 2022. Congratulations, Nation's Capital. According to WalletHub, you suck the most. They compared the operating efficiency of 150 of the largest cities in the nation, along with 38 quality of services metrics, which were measured against the city's budget, to figure out which U.S. cities were managed the best and the worst. Well, Washington, D.C., ranked in the very bottom in a number of categories, including the amount of outstanding debt per capita and high school graduation rates. The outstanding debt per capita in the city is 36 times higher than it is in the nation's best run city at $22,178. San Francisco, New York, Chattanooga, and Cleveland carried the remaining four spots on the list of America's top five worst run cities. Now, as far as best-run cities, well, in the top 20, at least, one Oregon city popped in at number 18. That was Salem. Eugene was number 51. Portland was number 67. And if you're wondering the best-run city, Nampa, Idaho? Boise came in at number two. COVID-19, monkeypox, and now polio? Yep. Traces of polio virus have been found during a routine sewage inspection in London, leading the UK Health Authority Agency to declare a national incident. Health officials are now concerned about the community spread of the virus after samples were collected from the Becton Sewage Treatment Works in London, but they're stressing that they think that the risk to the public is extremely low. Several closely related polio viruses were found in sewage samples taken between February and May and it's continued to evolve and it's now classified as a vaccine-derived polio virus type 2 and officials believe that it's probably being spread between linked individuals in northeast London, probably extended family members, and that those people are now shedding the type 2 polio virus strain in their It's so embarrassing to say poo. Anyway, they're urgently investigating this. Now, if you're discerning, you're probably asking, what the hell is vaccine-derived polio virus? I'm glad you asked. A vaccine-derived polio virus is a strain of the weakened polio virus that was initially included in the oral polio vaccine that's mutated over time and now behaves more like a wild or naturally occurring virus. That means it's more it's spread more easily to people who are unvaccinated against polio or who come in contact with a stool or respiratory secretions like from a sneeze of an infected individual. The viruses cause illness, including paralysis. The uptake? Don't be playing with other people's stools. Knock it off. I'm telling you right now, just stop that. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Okay, so. Oregon actually ranks fairly highly, according to a new report out from the Commonwealth Fund. It's a 100-year-old foundation that advocates for better health policy. And Oregon scored 14th out of 50 states in the District of Columbia for overall health, judged by a whole variety of measures, including health care services provided and avoided and residents general health. So we're in the top third of the country, and while that's okay, there are still some areas where Oregon really blows. On the good side, Oregon ranks first for two measures of hospital use, admissions of patients 18 to 64 with employer insurance for ambulatory care, and avoid- avoidable ER visits by the same group. We're about 10th for adult obesity not so good, 27th for children overweight or obese. Although that problem has gotten worse, Oregon went from 22% of children with obesity four years ago, up now to about 32%. And the bad, we are 39th in the nation for suicides per 100,000. We're 43rd for adults with mental illnesses reporting unmet needs. And we're 44th for alcohol-related deaths per 100,000. We're number 44, we're number 44. And quit playing with poo. This uh, look at your news brought to you by Chris Dental. And now it's time for a big rockin' roll of real with Rick.
0: The smartest thing Bill's ever said, don't play with poo. it'll get all over you. And afterwards, it stinks. I know from experience, I guess. Um, Tomorrow, uh, Elements Health Club is having a special event. So I got this really short video I want to show you to tell you about if you have kids or family, you're looking for a place to work out, here's a really great idea. And then we have an interview coming up in just a second. got more. Hang on
4: event this week coming up on Friday from 4 to 6. We're having okay. some of the star football players, Chase Coda, uh, Marco, and they're going to be doing a meet-and-greet with us there. We're gonna have some face painting, hopefully Ooh. an ice cream truck and a, a Mexican food truck. The search and rescue is gonna be coming. They're bringing a boat and they're gonna be handing out whistles and letting the kids climb up and around. So this is gonna be at the 170 Oakway Road, the Oakway location. Okay. And the next week we're having the same football players are going to be putting on a football camp from 12 to four thirty at Cal Young middle school for kiddos between the ages of second grade and eighth grade and uh, admission is $50. Both of these events are going to be fundraisers for the bags of love.
0: So if you want more information, you can just notify the gyms. They can tell you how to sign up for that. but thing tomorrow night, uh, you don't have to sign up for it, you can just show up, but for the football camp, just give them a call and find out more um alfred taylor is one of our sponsors and their their theme is endless possibilities and they make that possible for people with different abilities so what we're trying to do every month is introduce you to another person with a different ability so that this becomes normal so you start to understand the the way they speak what they do and um, and they have charming wonderful stories so today we have this couple uh, john and um, peggy his wife and just sit back and this is what you don't normally find. This is what you don't normally find on social media is people like this. And joining us is John and Peggy Devereaux. Um, yeah. they, are, they are part of the Albert Taylor gang. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been with Albert Taylor, Peggy? Oh, oh I can't remember. I can't remember either
8: the early 80s?
0: in the, in the 80s? The so in the early 80s. And you guys got married yeah. in the early yeah. 80s too, didn't you?
9: We got married to, uh that church near the Oak United Methodist United Methodist.
0: The United Methodist Church. church. So yeah. so how did you guys meet?
9: Uh through Albert uh, oh true Albert Taylor's place. Okay. Albert Taylor's, house. Albert Taylor's house. Yeah, it used to be in. Uh, Springfield, no? It, no, it was off of 18 and. Uh, Alder, Alder. Alder. Alder Street.
0: So you guys got married and you've been living with Albert Taylor together as a mm-hmm. married couple for oh, 37 yeah. years.
9: We went out on a date first and then we. And then we. Uh, and then we got married. hmm.
0: So what do you what do you like about John?
9: I love it. He's been, been a good husband to her and used
8: to work I retired. I worked at Lone Office just a living.
9: Just watch her. Okay. And i retired. And tell you what about you. What about you? Okay. Uh no, I'm retired.
0: Okay. So you, you told me you were going to go on vacation. You got a vacation coming up. Tell me what's going on. I want to know. Yeah,
9: it's July the 12th, mm-hmm. and we're going to see my brother-in-law in Tacoma.
0: Oh, a coma. In Tacoma?
9: In Tacoma. Oh. Oh.
0: So, uh, Peggy, how does, um, how does Albert Taylor... The, the organization, how do they help you and John um, live your life the way you want to live your life?
9: Uh, takes us different places. You know, like
0: if we have a doctor's appointment.
9: Yeah, if we got a doctor's appointment oh, and somebody. then if we go, you know, if we got a doctor's appointment, they'll take us.
0: Now, do you guys live in your own apartment or home? Yes, mm-hmm.
9: we do live in our own mm-hmm. apartment. Food. 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 Where
0: we're so, so they just albert taylor just kind of comes in and p- helps you do things that you can't maybe well, get
8: yeah our medication and uh, okay take us any doctor
9: why don't you fix that tube so, so Peggy, off
0: so you can hear better we'll turn it back on in a minute so peggy what what do people not understand about you and john like the general public because you have different abilities than other people
9: oh and a big question Ooh, I don't know that one.
0: Is that a hard question? Yeah, Josh would know. Well, when, when you're out and about and stuff, do people, do they understand that you guys are um, perfectly able to live your life the way you want to live your life? Yes. So, John, what do you like about this Peggy lady? I don't
8: know. I don't know.
0: Did you hear, what do you like about Peggy?
8: I love her very much. Been a Why? good wife to me, and you know, helps me with uh, meals and all that.
0: And yep. Peggy, what do you love about John?
9: Oh, I love him. It's, he's really nice.
0: So, are you guys happy?
9: Yes, yes. we're happy.
0: So you know that Albert, Albert Taylor has this tagline you know this what they say is they they provide endless possibilities for people that they work with how does that affect you guys you have you had endless possibilities because because they come in and help you you, you couldn't live your life the same way that you do without their assistance right yeah without Josh you
9: couldn't travel we couldn't do anything without Josh.
8: Well, You could do a lot
9: of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but and Josh takes us uh, to Wendy's, thrift
8: shopping,
9: Grocery shopping, Chris. Uh, sometimes shopping. Hawaii. Yeah, so he Hawaii.
0: makes it possible. Yeah, he we went,
9: went to Hawaii three times. You, what? Hawaii.
0: Hawaii. Honolulu. And did how did Josh get to, Did he help you with that?
9: Yeah. Yeah, we went on the. Uh, we went on an airplane fun it, it was fun
0: so did josh go with you yes okay josh so you does. know what? i kind of need to have josh in this picture can josh can you come around the front here oh, that was fun. really fun am i in here yeah but can you get get so can you speak i want you to speak up okay, so what is it me? about what is it about these two that you just that you, you end up doing you've done a lot of things with them you know them really well
8: yeah yeah i mean we worked together for maybe about five years i don't really remember the year we started working together we
9: got him january the 29th (laughs) he
8: remembers the day
0: and you what what is so special about this couple for you
8: well you know they are just honestly very nice and friendly and um adventurous you know they love getting out and doing things you know the pandemic has put a a slight damper on things we're not going out quite as often as we used to but pre-pandemic you know we'd go to thrift shops every week we'd go out to parks or go uh you know get some food somewhere they they still you know go to the movies you know every couple weeks or so that's where we're going yeah.
9: Next Tuesday and, you know, and the you know. traveling.
8: And then in July, they're having the minions. Oh yeah. I think it's July something like that. July remember. the first. First. Uh huh. You know. so Josh- they travel more than you know most people that I know.
0: So Josh, what have you learned about yourself by working with Peggy and John?
8: What I learned about myself. That's mm-hmm. a good question. Yep. Um in your book's over uh what have i learned about myself
9: like to drag we like to drag you with us
8: yeah i mean you know um i when we when we do go on vacations i find myself basically playing tour guide you know we look up all kinds of different activities and give them the options and they pick you know what direction we're gonna go and that's pretty fun and rewarding and i get you know essentially to take a, a free vacation alongside them uh, yeah. See I would what I think, learned
0: about myself though. I would think Josh, I'll just give you some, t- some hints, is what I'm thinking is sure. you know, cause a lot of people think, well, what am I going to do? Well, you're working with two people who probably show you the world in a way that you've never really seen it before. Sure. And that has to be kind of priceless because you know how I have friends in the, in the community with people with different abilities. Um, and a friend of mine has down, she experiences down syndrome and when I'm with her, everything's slower and and my pace slows down because I have to kind of do this dance to understand I'm working, I'm in this world right here and she's working in this world. And when the two collide, it's magic. Um, Because it makes you kind of appreciate different things because there's no, the the truth matters to people like John and Peggy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? I
8: mean, and honestly, uh, they, they see the best in people, you know, and um, and people tend to see the best in them. You know, they're honestly some of the most accepting and friendly
0: people that I know. Right. That's what I'm looking for, buddy. Yeah. Um, so Peggy and John, um, have a good time on your vacation. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for sharing your story with our viewers and people out there. And um, what we're trying to do is get more people to understand what a great job it is for, for people like Josh to get to work with people like you, because there's a lot of people that don't find a lot of meaning in their jobs. And I think working with people like you, um, you'd find a lot of meaning in life. Yeah. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. What a great way to finish a show in a week <clears throat> people like John and Peggy, um, you know, uh, yeah. What's an interesting thing about, um, their different abilities is, um, when I'm talking about slow, I don't mean slow in a less thinking mode. Like some people take slow. I mean, literally, um, they take life. A lot of people in the disability community take life a lot slower and, uh, to be around them, um, calms you. And plus, um, I remember when I had cancer, And I was doing some work with another organization with people with disabilities. And everybody that's um, so-called normal um, would just look over at me and not say too much. They knew I had cancer, but they didn't know what to say. And so they just said nothing. The first time I went to a meeting with a whole bunch of my friends with different abilities, um, they all came up and were crying and hugging me and saying, are you gonna die? are you gonna, are you really gonna die? And, and asking the questions that everybody really wants to know, but they're afraid to ask. They're not afraid to ask. And sometimes I think for people like me, when I was going through cancer, that was therapy because I needed someone to ask those questions. And the only people that would would help So there's no such thing as a mistake in this world. Um, um, people matter and they have value. And they bring great things and color and uh, life to our community. So if you're someone who's tired of your job and tired of your life and you want to do something better, um, you should check out Albert Taylor and see if it might be a fit for you. Maybe not for a long time, maybe for a long time. You never know. But uh, put yourself out there and you may discover something amazing about the world and about yourself. I'm Rick Dancer. Uh, We'll be back next week, Monday through Thursday with more shows. Uh, Share this on your page if you would, so other people can see it. We really appreciate that. Have a great weekend. And uh, 4th of July is coming up soon. I'll see you later.